The following podcast is a member of the Pokecasters Network. Pokecasters Network, supporting Pokemon content creators, their shows, and the community of Pokemon fans. To find out more, check out pokecastersnetwork.com or find us on Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, also, like, the Pokedex heights are pretty big. For example, I believe, like, Infernape is around, like, three feet or something like that. Yeah, most Pokemon are pretty relatively short, so... Like... I can't imagine it, like, I imagine, like, a big fiery monkey around, like, five, seven or something like that, around my height, and mm -hmm. it's, no, it's three feet tall, it's like, yeah, exactly. you're not that intimidating at all. Hello everyone, welcome to Not A Scratch, the only podcast that believes that Scratch is an overpowered move. I am your host, your PM, your DM, your GM, Andrew himself, and with me here, using only the green color highlighter. It's me, Fran. I didn't have enough money to buy another one. So, uh, hello everyone, as you could probably tell by the title of the episode, and the description, and all of that stuff. Uh, this is not a normal episode, this is a special episode, yay! yay! Insert loud noises here. Um, insert Kermit swinging his arms back and forth. Yeah, insert the Kermit meme here. Um, we are here joined with, uh, one of our fan favorites. Fan favorites? Fan favorites? Fan favorites? <laughs> Fran, the favorite. Oh, thank you. I I don't know if I'm a fan favorite, but I'm a fan, that's for sure, of the show. So <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he, along with a few others, uh, won the special giveaway for mm. Arc 2 of guesting on the show, and we are finally getting around to do it. It's totally not been uh, like seven years or anything since I actually announced that, but no, it didn't no, that long. it was like yeah. yesterday or something. It was literally yesterday, yeah. Yeah. We'll go with that. Yeah, we're just waiting forever to release it. Anyway, yeah. um, so the, I the mean, idea about I, I believe it, that it's going to be like shorter the wait, like the day than the episode that is going to be actually released, so. I, yeah, see, here's the fun thing. Uh, while we were recording this today, I actually do not know when these are going out because uh, the vast majority of episodes, beyond the fact that they go in a specific order, I have no idea when they come out. Mm -hmm. So, uh, they're they're eventually going to be out there. That's all we can yeah. confirm. Um, so the structure of this is pretty straightforward. Uh, Fran, with uh, my help, has created a character that we're just mm -hmm. going to explore their endeavors in the Alcast region. Mm -hmm. um, before we actually begin, uh, rather than doing a history lesson, since there is no history to go back on. Uh, Fran, you want to take some time to talk about your character? Who are they? What type of uh, skills do they have? Their moves and mm -hmm. types and all that sort of stuff. Uh, a little bit of background, stuff like that. Alright, so my character is called Joe. He's a Nazleaf. And he grew up as a Seedot. He was like pretty bullied in school because he wasn't able to do many normal tasks with because the lack of arms or something like that. And he was very picked on, and uh, he later evolved into a Nazleaf, and 
people were like turned into a 180 and people were scared of him because how he turned out he was like pretty aggressive because of that and people were like addressing it because of his dark type but uh, he never intended to be like that and he was he's actually looking forward to becoming a police officer and uh, he's going to be like being enrolled in the police academy in like a couple of weeks from the in the future or something like that pretty soon and he's pretty nervous so he's trying to uh, go to seek some help from a distant relative of him uh, as for an ability he has pickpocket that helps uh, if he's hit by a physical move he may steal or disarm the foe that he it hits from and foremost he has razor leaf foul play air cutter and swagger uh, he looks like every other nosleaf i guess he has like some kind of like a vest like a leather vest in order to distinguish or wear clothes or something like that but that's pretty much about it He's got the uh, anime protagonist hair, so that you know which character is the anime protagonist. I mean, I mean, have you seen like the Nasleaf leaf? It's pretty much a pompadour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's a that's a great character description. Mm -hmm. Definitely get some backstory on mm -hmm. who Joe is. Uh, let's see. I think we can go into the episode. Is there anything else that you think needs to be brought up? Mm, not right now. Cool. So, uh, without further ado. Mm -hmm. We can dive on in. Ooh. He said the line. He said yeah. the line. Yeah. <laughs> he, he did the thing. Roll credits. Start the outro uh, music. <laughs> <laughs> um, hello. Welcome to the episode. <laughs> uh, we Let us zoom in on a random day of the year. Uh, there was a day in my head, but I'm not 100% sure if it fits in with the plot, so I'm mm -hmm. staying a random day of the year. Uh, and we zoom in to a boat, a boat that is traveling across the water, unsurprisingly. Uh, while we zoom in, we see a few different characters walking around, talking around, one of them being a Nuzleaf. Uh, shockingly enough, this is Joe the Nuzleaf. As you are traveling to visit your, I believe it's uncle? Yeah. Or, yes. Uh, visiting your uncle. Now, uh, are you doing anything interesting on the boat? Or are you just kind of waiting? Do you enjoy boat trips? Uh, if I believe this is going to be like my first like long boat trip. So he might be a little bit nauseous trying to get used to it. He might look You're a little, little seasick. More, yeah, a little bit more pale than usual or like growing. I can see him like uh, resting on a wall with one hand trying to get some balance from the moving ship sure sure uh so yeah as as you're holding on mm -hmm. to the, the rails of the ship kind of just mm -hmm. like i i did not sign up for yeah. this oh my gosh the trip being a trip uh as you sign up for it you see behind you a wingull kind of tap you on the back and be like it'll mm -hmm. be okay i'll be okay um if you want to wait inside uh it might be better inside as opposed to out here? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. And he just 
Grant tries to get out of the the rails like a little bit like uh, Grant uh, regretting it a little bit and <laughs> just try to walk as balanced as possible but failing miserably <laughs> almost like he's about to fail uh, permanently and try okay. to go uh, inside roll uh, dexterity I guess so that'll be cool okay uh, so the way that it rolls is a d20 plus your modifier. Oh, that's a great start. So I rolled a three plus two is five. Okay, that's not great. Yeah. <laughs> so as you uh, start to walk into the the inside of the ship, yeah, uh, the ship kind of bounces on a wave, and mm -hmm. as it bounces on a wave, you kind of just front flip into the <laughs> into the the inside of the ship. <laughs> you just like tumble in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So great, great start to the ship. Um, <laughs> Uh, but you, you're mostly unscathed, just kind of like annoyed as the Wingull kind of flies towards you and is like, are you okay? Yeah, yeah, I just like to use rollout, that's it. Uh, okay, okay. Um, as long as you're okay, uh, I'll, I'll go attend to the other guests. And the Wingull yeah, goes yeah. out of the room that you're in right now. Yeah, yeah, go for it. And he's going to like wave him off, like try to be tough, but he it's doesn't like, look like Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yes, you are, yeah, so you're, you're back inside, uh, you almost, like, stumbled down the steps, basically, is what I'm picturing, <laughs> but, uh, you're back inside the ship, it is a little bit better inside, at least you're not feeling as nauseous right now, <laughs> but, uh, you are continuing on your trip to visit your uncle, <laughs> um, is there anything that you're interested in doing on the ship? Uh, hmm, what kind of other passengers are in this ship? Uh, sure, so, as you're exploring as you're looking around on the ship you see mm -hmm. uh a few pokemon from a variety of different levels of wealth i guess um there are some pokemon that are on this are you, first question are you going to be on one of the upper classes or the lower classes no the, the lower ship? ones yeah okay uh so on your class you see um let's see what's some couple of random pokemon that i can think of uh you uh there's a krogunk for example that's mm -hmm. on uh your floor there's um, there's a Ponyard on your okay. floor as well. It seems like the ship isn't as populated as mm -hmm. it normally is. You, you got in on a good day. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so there's okay. Krogunk, Ponyard. One of the higher class Pokemon is a Babarel. Nice. A Babarel is a higher class. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, question as well. Um, and I, I understand that with a limited amount of information, you're not yeah. exactly... Uh, you can you can sort of pick wherever you want, but where in the Alcas region do you think you are from? Are you from close by or far away? Because currently, uh, with the map mm -hmm. that you're not able to see as of yet, um, yeah. at, at this point, uh, that your location is at the very top of the island in the Lux mm -hmm. region, which we are low-key hiding it for all of you people that are watching, but you'll figure it out eventually. Um, yeah. So you're from... The, the island that you're heading to is in the Lux region. Are you also from the Lux state, or are you from like a faraway state nearby? I guess I'm from like a place that is like kind of or a forest or a jungle. I don't know if the island sure, okay. somewhere like that, and it's going to be yeah pretty far from okay. from the destination. Sure, sure, sure. So. Um, mm -hmm. I think that actually fits the Natura region. So, mm -hmm. uh, a little bit higher up from where Ralph and Kyle are yeah. from Thunder Tree City, 
Uh, there is a city a couple of miles or kilometers or units away called uh, Kukui City. Okay. And in Kukui City, it is much more foresty than mm-hmm. Thunder Tree City. It is almost like, um, oh, what's the what's the one Hoenn City with uh, the everything the in tree houses and stuff? Yeah. Yes, yeah. It's, the, it's the almost one, like that as a city. The one with the uh, Winona's gym. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm picturing I'm picturing that city to be more of a yeah, it'll be more of like a foresty city. Mm-hmm. So uh, you're probably from there as you travel mm-hmm. to uh, our undisclosed location. Yeah, <laughs> not sure why I'm hiding it hasn't that much, but uh, let's see. So there's the Krogunk, the Ponyard, the Barrel, and a few other Pokemon that yeah. are on your trip. Mm-hmm. Cool. So uh, so besides people watching, are mm-hmm. you doing anything else? Not that much. Uh... I guess I'm going to approach the Ponyards and introduce myself. Sure. Uh, so you walk over to mm-hmm. the Ponyard. Um, you walk over, yeah, you walk yeah. over to the Ponyard who uh, looks to be almost like uh, stretching themselves out in a way. Mm-hmm. Like it, it looks like they've finished doing a very difficult task and they're just kind of like, oh, I cannot wait to get back home. That sort mm-hmm. of feel. So just. Uh, see him like stretching and he's going to approach him and or uh, approach them sorry and say hey so are you like some kind of athlete or something that you are just stre- stretching uh i actually have to check is pony or uh gender neutral no it's it's got 50 50 okay um uh, so the pony turns mm-hmm. to you uh and in a uh and this pony is a female by the way okay um she turns to you and goes um yeah. Uh no, I'm I'm actually a part of the uh the 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 Boulder Stars. Sorry. Oh. Eh. So you you're part of the uh rescue teams like expedition thingy. Yeah, I was actually in uh I was actually in uh um near uh, Kukui City. Uh-huh. Uh, I I don't know if you're from oh, there. Yeah, I'm from there. So Oh, per- perfect. Yeah. I was yeah. I was in the uh I was in the area. Uh, helping out with the task. Mm-hmm. Have um, you got the chance to visit the? What could it be like a landmark from there? What what type of landmarks do you think Kukui City would have? All I could think of is like a giant tree, like you know, like a big deco tree that have like very like. But that's uh, what's about like a a mushroom garden. That is that there... what, uh, what you're thinking of? Mushroom. I I know what a mushroom garden is. I'm not sure if that's what you're. Yeah, like the one in like Sword and Shield, like you know, before the, the oh, you said you didn't play it, like I I, I sort of think I know what you're talking about though. Mm-hmm. So uh, oh, I see what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. So you're saying there's like a giant mushroom in uh, Kukui City? Yeah, a giant mushroom, like uh, with different like that glows like different kind of colors, going from purple to being some some bearings from that almost okay. like a nightstand but gigantic sure, sure, sure. so you're bringing this up as conversation yeah. uh so yeah so as you bring up the giant mushroom she's like <laughs> yeah yeah i actually uh i wish i was over there um uh working with the you know the uh oh uh the the, the 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 academy the academy nearby oh mm-hmm. i was assisting their uh their the the teachers with some some plans for lessons and for new recruits and stuff like that because uh, you know not everybody can join a rescue team but if mm-hmm. you can join a, a police academy you're still helping out your community In- interesting 
so what he looks like kind of like very intrigued of what he has said like very like shocked and intrigued so he's going to ask so what exactly uh, were you like helping about it seems they're uh, uh, bringing in some recruits in a couple mm -hmm. of weeks and so uh, I was interested in um, well they were interested in me helping out and uh, helping with their 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 program so like the type of things that you're gonna learn over the first three months six months so on uh, just how to structure everything mm -hmm. um, so I, I was helping out with that and then there were a few uh, minor scruples that came up that uh, I was able to deal with oh um if let me just say just out of curiosity because I have nothing to do with it but uh and he's going to like a little bit fluster and okay so it's going to say so what kind of like program were you like discussing I mean if you might not tell me that's okay uh you are trying to get something out of the the Bonnierin. Um, yeah so i i'm going to ask you to roll your cute to try to like this would either be deception or persuasion either okay. way they both fall under cute that's a 10. okay a 10 is a mixed success okay so uh they'll get partial information or okay. try to be like are you sure um well i can't exactly give all the information away but uh but I can tell you that uh, I was I was helping out with the obstacle course. That's going to be the very first task. Uh, it's going to be the thing that roots out a lot of people, at least according to what the advisors say. If you're not able to go through the obstacle course properly, you got no chance of being able to move on to the next rounds. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds like uh, sounds like pretty normal stuff for me. Like, in order to be a policeman, you have to be like. A kind of fit, right? Uh -huh. And he's going to start like laughing a little bit nervously. Ha 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 ha! Yeah, uh, sure. So the the pony, I, I feel like the pony just kind of gives you a look like, huh? Okay. <laughs> so, um, what do you what do you say is going to be like the toughest thing about that obstacle course? Like climbing, or you know, cr cr crouching under wires. I'm gonna need so you. To, I'm gonna have to ask you to roll again. Same thing, cute. Uh, but you are trying to get more information. Yeah. Yeah. So I wrote a six. Six. Okay. Yeah. So that's gonna be a fail. So here's how I will say. Mm -hmm. Uh, she she kind of looks to the left and looks to the right, and just about when she's about to explain what it is. Ding, ding, ding. We have arrived at Briny Breeze Island. Oh, uh, well, we're here. Uh, sorry, uh, I can't tell you. Bye. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. the Bonnier bounces off. Uh, he's going to stay in his place for a couple seconds, a little bit too much, and he's going to mutter himself. Dang it, it was so close. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um try to collect his stuff and exit the boat. Okay. Uh, welcome, as we have said many times on the show, to Briny Breeze Island, home of the world's greatest brine, greatest breeze, and greatest island you will ever see. Maybe. I don't know. Also, go to a different island. an impromptu courthouse in, outside in the beach. Yeah, as you exit the beach, you see a court case going on <laughs> uh, between... Some defendant and some prosecution. You're not sure who it is. There's uh, a few Pokemon there. 
nobody that you're able to recognize. Okay. Uh, I'm going to watch it there, look at it a little bit quizzically and say, this is a weird place to have it there. I'll just keep on going inside town. And uh, as you enter the town uh, for Briny Breeze Island, you are you are in Briny Breeze Island. Mm -hmm. I, I know I said that multiple times, but uh, guess what? This is Briny Breeze Island. <laughs> uh, so now that you are here, who are you visiting? I think we can reveal who you're visiting. Yeah, so I'm visiting my uncle, uh, Sangus, that has recently retired and decided to spend his life here called Fran. Wow, that's crazy. That's almost like your name. What a yeah. what a wild concept. So we're going to go visit uh, Uncle Fran, who lives... I assume you know where Fran lives? Uh, he decided to buy a cottage outside the town a little bit, near the, near the beach, but in a little bit more of a rural area, rather than the much more like urban city. Like. Sure, okay. So, uh, as you exit the boat, you see the court case going on, whatever that's going is. Uh, something's happening there, yeah. anyway. Uh, as you exit out, uh, yes, you start heading to, basically, you take a sharp turn at the right, mm -hmm. the opposite direction of the court case, uh, and just keep walking, because you know eventually there's going to be a cottage that is your old uncle friends. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, keep walking, and sure enough, you see a very nice, almost like a beach house, in a way, uh, that you know is your uncle friends. So... Mm -hmm. Ta-da, you're here. <laughs> so uh, I guess I'm going to start knocking the door. All right, you knock a couple yeah. times, and then coming to your door is Fran, the Zangoose. And this is going to be fun. Now, we can do one of two things here. Uh, since Fran is your character, if you would like to control Fran the Zangoose, you can. It will be chaotic, but I think it would be very entertaining on my end. Now, granted, <laughs> I'm also not doing any of the work. But it would be very funny to see Fran talking to Fran about <laughs> Fran and Joe Fran. Like the thing is also like you are the voice actor guy, so I guess I what I can do is tell you the line and you act the line, and then it's going to be, be a mess chaotic, in order yeah. to edit it. But yes, that could work. However, uh, I'm speaking for future me in saying I don't yeah. know if future me is interested in editing that much. <laughs> Yeah, no, I I have complete complete trust in you controlling me. <laughs> okay, um, in that case, uh, I don't. Fran is like an older Zang Goose. Okay, so I have like an older retired Zang Goose. Mm -hmm. The problem is that normally I write down notes for what the voices are for different characters. Okay, but for some reason I don't have the voice for Fran. I, I think that I we finished that part of the arc before I started creating this document, mm -hmm. so. I don't have voice. So Fran's voice is going to be very different than this from Arc 2's. However, it's going to be around the ballpark. Yeah. Cool. So you open the door and you see good old Fran the Zangoose. It's like, oh, that's not close at all. What am I doing? <laughs> like, Maybe a graspier, like, lower pitch. Like, oh, like here or something like that. Oh, yeah. It's Joe. How you doing, Joe? <laughs> hey, Grams. Like How are that. you doing? Hey, oh, not, nothing. Retirement is just, uh, you know, it's been relaxing. It's been enjoyful. Uh, just chilling on the beach. But c come in, come in, come in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so you enter into the beach house. Uh, Fran was a very successful uh, officer in his time. So as you enter in, you see around you like a pretty solid beach house. He has definitely saved up and 
invested wisely in the lots mm-hmm. of stuff. So, uh, you enter into a very nice looking beach house. He, not gonna lie, like, he looks like kind of shocked at how well, like, decorated his stuff is. Like, he imagined that he's going to be, like, in a very, like, not that nice of an environment, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. from the things that he has told the family. But maybe it was like some kind of miscommunication or something like that between everything. Sure, so sure. He uh, is going to leave like his bag or whatever he's carrying like on one of the couch and sit down and say, "Well, you made wonderful with the place." Yeah, it's pretty nice. Uh, I was, uh, you know, I didn't spend a lot while I was working because you know offices are constantly moving, but. Yeah. Uh, You know, in retirement, you can just sit in one place. So you thought, you know, I thought to myself, why not just decorate? And well, here we are. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a very nice looking place indeed. I think uh, got a good deal on it as well. So all pretty good. Yeah, yeah, you. Wow. So. Uh... But enough about me. Look, I'm I'm old. I can sit back and talk about myself for as long as we want. Joe, how have you been? How's uh, you're starting the academy soon? I believe. Yeah, yeah. In in a week or two. It's crazy. Uh, I, you know, I was just in the boat, not gonna lie, I'm not made out of traveling on boats, like, uh-uh, the sea and myself <laughs> isn't very good, it wasn't my fir- my best time there, so, but anyway, I managed to meet, uh, I believe she was, she said she was, like, some part of, like, boulder boats or it, An exploration team. I don't remember the the, the specific. Yeah, the, uh, the, the the exploration team on the island is the uh, Boulder Stars. Is that it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's crazy. But she said that she was helping about the uh, something about the program for the academy, and she so she talked about some obstacle course that says like it's like a pretty huge filter. Hold up, hold up. Uh, you said the obstacle course. Yeah. That's interesting. They haven't done the obstacle course for years. I wonder uh, why they're bringing it back. I mean, have you done it? Like, what can you say about it? Well, uh, the obstacle course used to be a thing that they did for officers. Um, after a certain while, they decided not to do it, which makes it confusing, you know, bringing it back. Um, how would I describe it? Uh, probably the toughest part of the exam. Oh yeah, she she said the right thing to you. Look, Uncle, I I'm really like nervous about this. Like, I don't think I'm I'm having like second doubts if I can make it or not. Like, have you seen all the recruits? They are like growlith or ele- electric. I I'm not like a dog or something that can be suited with stuff like that. Sure, yeah, no, I understand. Uh... I was in a similar boat myself, you know, going up against the, like the back, back when I was a younger, more spry looking Zengus, uh, going up against like Rapid Ash and, uh, it was actually a good bite in, in my class. Oh, uh, that was interesting. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, a lot of tougher, powerful Pokemon that were, uh, probably more skilled. But, uh, the interesting thing about the police academy is that they don't just test your raw power. They also test, you know, your intellect and how well you can use the skills that you have. Because every Pokemon's got the ability to do something. The mm-hmm. question is whether or not you can tap into it. Uh, yeah, I, I just want to help others and defend like 
others uh, that can have like that needs uh, and he's going to be like kind of like a little bit grabbing like his uh, knees a little bit tight a little bit nervous mm -hmm. and he is going to say I just want to help everyone to make their lives easier and don't have to suffer from many things that could happen to them I, I, but at the same time I don't know if I'm that ready to take in charge now I understand it's uh it's a it's a stressful job at times but uh ultimately so it can be a rewarding one if you do things properly but your confidence is something that's definitely gonna have to boost up how would we boost up your wait a minute I I have an idea mm -hmm. uh, I I met somebody when I came traveling over here uh would would you want to go with me to meet him uh yeah yeah sure cool wait aren't uh, those aren't those kids that I stole you from you and then you had to defend it on court, right? No, it's not them. They oh. uh they 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 might have left a couple days ago. I remember talking with uh, one of the uh one of the people on the boat and they were talking about how the kids had left. Uh Jason after something a couple days ago. Oh, because if I see them, I don't know if I can handle myself to not have a word about treating you that bad. No, no, it's fine. It was all a misunderstanding and uh they were they were successful in uh being able to find the actual culprit a little bit later. So, anyway, uh, regardless mm -hmm. of all that, uh, we can we can go and uh, let's go and see what uh, my my one of my friends that I made on the boat. Uh, let's see if he can help you. Okay. And so you two head out into the city. So you guys are walking on the beach. Mm -hmm. uh, talk about your walk. How do you think your walk is with your uncle? Are you talking about stuff? Are you just exploring? Are you just watching everything? I guess he's like trying to. Uh, tell stories about his adventures as if maybe in the academy and followed us after to say some couple of examples like how he had to uh, use for a while as his uniform was like pretty damaged as they were fixing it he had to use like some kind of uniform that the dogs usually wear or something like that something crazy about that are you there? Yeah, yeah, sorry. I'm oh. uh, building stats. Oh, sorry. Do uh, so you want me to keep on filling? Maybe he... No, it's, it's fine. I've pretty much got it. Okay. Um, Maybe he's also like showing different kind of landmarks or something like that. Now that he's a little bit more used to the city and showing me around. Like here is like a, a pretty good restaurant that isn't like that expensive for a beach city or maybe uh, here is like a goal that when the shore goes down you can ex uh, find some interesting minerals or something like that cool okay uh got it all right so as uh you walk into the city you see the actual like, city itself mm -hmm. and despite being on an island it it has that sort of uh the the, the way that i've been picturing in my head the entire time mm -hmm. is almost like the city in uh like Wii Sports, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Or not Wii Sports, yeah. uh, Wii Fit. Is the Wii Fit the one that you can run? Yeah. Like the Wii Fit Island where there's like the, the roads. The Wuhu Island, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Uh, Barney Breeze Island is almost sort of like that. And I'm picturing the city very much like that city. Yeah. So as you walk into the, the city city, you see all of the different buildings of the shops and all the Pokemon that are taking care of everything. And uh, you walk past a couple of uh, buildings that uh, you remember... Uncle Fran telling you about like uh, there's the Boulder Stars building that's mm -hmm. where all the recruits go to 
if they're members of the Boulder Stars. You pass by uh, a law office. You pass by a couple of other like restaurants and mm-hmm. food locations and a recycling center and all that stuff. And then eventually, as you keep going, you reach a newly constructed building. There's no sign or anything on there yet, but it looks like the building's you know getting fixed up. Mm-hmm. And uh, your uncle goes, all right, this is the place. Uh, let me knock real quick. And you wait a little bit uh, before a Tyrogue pops out. Uh, Tyrogue looks over and it's like, ow, oh, I don't have a voice for you. Why? <laughs> that would be my problem. <laughs> All right, let's go with that. Uh, so a Tyrogue pops out and it's like, oh, hey, 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 uh, how you doing? How's it going, man? Ah, it's nothing. It's nothing. Uh, things are going pretty good. Uh, this is my nephew over here. And looks to uh, you. And he's going to raise his hand and start waving. Hey. A little bit sheepishly. Oh hey, uh, uh, I'm Felix. Um, I and uh, we're we're opening up a dojo here pretty soon. A dojo, interesting. And um, hey, I'm Joe, uh, Franz's nephew. Shakes hands. Uh, so are, are you just like visiting for giggles? Because I mean, I I have I have some tea in the back if you want to have some. Uh, well, sure. I, I mean, why not? But uh, I really was here for my my nephew. He's uh, he's going to join the police academy in a couple of weeks, and uh, I was interested if uh, you could help him out, give him a couple of lessons or something. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. And uh, he, as he's like slowly starting to get the drift of his uncle that he said about starting with his confidence. Oh yeah, sure, not a problem. Um, yeah, if you wanna, if you wanna come inside. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And shall I? I was going to say, shall I take my shoe off? But I don't. Pokemon doesn't wear shoes. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if shoes are a thing. They might yeah. be. Like, hey, can I take off my uh, Air Jordans right now? <laughs> my, hey, uh, my Adidas. <laughs> my Nikes. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you walk into the dojo, mm-hmm. and it looks like a standard dojo. I mean with all the different mats everywhere mm-hmm. and the building looks pretty nice. It's very open. Um, your standard dojo, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Felix t- goes, yeah, uh, sorry, um, this this room's all good, but like uh, the rooms in the back aren't completely done yet. Uh, we could practice here or go there. It's it's really up to you. Uh, I mean, you are the dojo master, so you tell me where we should do and what we should do, and then I'll try to keep up. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Um, so, so this dojo is mm-hmm. is gonna be kind of different than uh, other other dojos. Uh, this dojo is uh, most dojos will have just the training, like the individual, the sensei that works, mm-hmm. and uh, training all the Pokemon. But what we, what we want to do is bring the community together to help train other Pokemon to be stronger and more powerful. So what we actually have uh, being built right now is almost like a, a a makeshift mystery dungeon, like a, a self-contained mystery dungeon. Uh, and he's going to look very puzzled, like a mystery dungeon inside the building. Exactly. It 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 sounds confusing. I know, but like like think about this. What if you wanted to, uh, if you want to train against other Pokemon, you have to either find a Pokemon that you're willing to fight against, but then somebody has to faint, or uh, you'd have to go into a mystery dungeon and go through a bunch of risks or something like that. But what if there were volunteers that were willing to be the the, the helpers in this case, so you could train against them? Interesting. I, gonna. I'm honestly never heard of something like that, but I'm pretty intrigued. So, what are the rules for this? May 
from this mystery dungeon. So right now what we have, we don't have the full dungeon aspect of it made because we've got some uh, people working on how to make a mystery dungeon without having it, you know, basically explode over Brian Breeze Island. That'd be mm -hmm. kind of problematic. Uh, but but what, what we do have is basically uh, the, the volunteers. So you could go, we have a, like a, a basic floor plan and you can go and explore throughout that specific dungeon, go against as many Pokemon as you want, and then just kind of... Uh, leave whenever you feel like you're good so you can practice against a bunch of pokemon don't worry about fainting them uh they're usually uh they've got a bunch of items and stuff that can help them revive and stuff like that so uh you don't have to worry about like holding back uh they'll, they'll practice against you so you can be more defensive mm -hmm. if at any time anything becomes incredibly problematic uh this is me basically saying if you faint don't yeah. worry we'll just come in and uh help you out so it won't be any problems you won't lose items or be in trouble or anything like that it's all like safe up in the air type of battle. It's like tournament battles and stuff like that. Interesting. And he's going to look at his uncle and ask, so what do you say, Pops? Yeah, it sounds like an interesting idea. Certainly uh, relatively new in these aspects. I've never heard of anything like this. So uh, yeah, should we should we both go? Is it, do you just want to go by yourself? It's up to you. Uh, maybe, let me try going first on my own just in order to prepare myself for for the obstacle course if this you say is going to help me out for the academy i try my best in order to complete it yeah uh back in when we used to do the the obstacle courses it was pretty much sort of like a mystery dungeon so this is a pretty good uh comparison i suppose mm -hmm. okay yeah sure let's let's do it cool uh, so uh, the, the, the way the, the way that it will work is uh, you'll you'll enter in. Uh, it'll just be one floor. It won't be as large as some other mystery dungeons or anything like that. So kind of explore, find as many wild Pokemon as you want, and uh, at any point if you feel like you're done, you're good with training or anything like that, you can always uh, come over back and we'll continue from there. Okay, okay, yeah, sure. And he's like trying to hype himself up. Yeah, let's go. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, just enter in that door, and uh, at any point, uh, he gives you a little like I don't like a walkie-talkie almost. Uh, he gives you this, and basically, at any point, if you feel like uh, jumping out, just call on that. We'll bounce. We'll we'll end the mystery dungeon aspect of it and bring you out. Okay, sure. And um, he's going to take it and put it in his bag. Okay. Mm -hmm. And cool. and you enter in. Yeah. So uh, you walk into the door and everything seems to be pitch black as you enter in. And then the lights switch on. You turn around. There's no door behind you. You've basically been tossed in the middle of a mystery dungeon. Okay, this is definitely some gritty thing. <laughs> He's going to <laughs> think for himself. And start like walking inside the, to the center of the room, I guess. Start like... Okay. So... Uh, you you continue walking to the center mm -hmm. of the room. We're not gonna do like a dice movement game mm -hmm. based on my initial idea of this. Uh, but as you walk towards the center of the room, you start to hear noises around. I try to look to the direction of the noises that I hear and try to slowly approach it. Okay, uh, make a beauty roll this for perception. No, never mind. Forget what I said. For just forget it. I wrote a five. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, you you look at uh, you look in that direction, but you're not able to see anything. And then you hear a noise behind you. Uh, I slowly turn my head around, a little bit nervous. 
uh, you turn around, you don't see anything behind you, and then you hear a noise behind you now. At this point, like, Joe is freaking out, and <laughs> he's like, what's going on here? And try to make take, like, a deep breath and turn around again. <laughs> uh, when you turn around again, you see this time, there is a Pokemon there. It is a Purloin, and it looks ready to attack. Okay. I tried to say, oh, uh, I'm a little bit caught off guard and said, oh, uh, yeah, right, battling. And try to get a... <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> and try to get a defensive position. Okay. And with that, we will roll initiative. Uh, so initiative is D speed. So whatever your speed is currently, uh, based off of that. So, oh, yeah, right. Let me see. My speed is 13 right now. Sure. So uh, yeah. roll a d13. Oh, I did it wrong. Just a second. I put roll 13s d1 instead of one. That was. <laughs> That's an 11. And oh, my purloin rolled a 2. Okay. So uh, you will be going first. Um, because we're focusing solely on the battles things, we didn't develop IQ skills or anything like that. But also, you're in here to train. You're not in here to fight for your life or anything like that. So this is basically just going to be a battle between us two. A, a nice, calm, coordinated okay. battle while we try to figure out who's surviving. You know, normal stuff. Yeah, pretty normal stuff. So I yep. guess he's going to be like looking at say, okay, let show me what you got. And he's going to use Swagger. Okay. So Swagger, uh, does Swagger have an accuracy roll? Uh, oh yeah, I it says nine. So what do I roll? The ACC is nine. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, it's... so you're gonna roll a uh, a d20, and you have to beat whatever that is. So in okay. this case, beat a nine. Uh, and I rolled a seven. Okay, so Swagger does not hit. Okay. So as you try to enact your Swagger, <laughs> I suppose. Uh, the poor line seems unfazed, and so that'll be the end of your turn. Okay. Uh, so, Purloin goes to you and goes, So, I think we should try to make sure that we have a nice coordinated battle here. No same type tricks. And goes for Torment. Oh. So that hits. Uh, as a result, while it does not do damage, you cannot use the same move in a row. So at this point, you cannot use like the same move over and over again. You have to switch them around constantly. Okay, interesting. So as he fell down, he realizes what's going on. Said, "Okay, you wanna, you wanna play like that? Sure, I can play like that." And he's going to use foul play. Okay. And ACC is six, and I rolled a nine. Yep, that means it'll hit. So you're going to roll the damage dice in this case. On the, well, okay. First off, is there an effect for foul play? Yeah, user. Uh, let me. I need to open first in order to read better. User's false attack. It says because I use. Oh, I, I think it's uh, instead of subtracting defense, you're subtracting my attack. Okay. Because I, I think that's how foul play works in the game. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it says... So. Yeah, so you're going to roll your damage dice. Mm -hmm. Damage dice is uh, 3d8 plus 10, because it's a power of 10. Yep, so go ahead and roll 3d8 plus, 3D8 plus 10. Okay. Uh, let me find another d10, because I, I was... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's 3d8, correct? Uh, yeah, 3d8. Yeah, so 3d8s. 
So 10 plus 10 is 20. Okay, so that'll be uh, 20. Now, is foul play a physical or special move? It's be physical. Okay, so 20 plus your attack. Okay, that's attack. 17. So 20 plus 17? Yeah, so 37 right, okay. minus your Seven. attack. Yeah, in this case, because it's foul play, that's that'll be 37 minus my attack. Um, I do need to check what what is dark's effectiveness on. So dark on dark is half effective. Okay. So uh, how much damage was it before my subtraction of attack? It's 37? 37, yeah. Correct. 37 minus my attack, and then cut in half. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you uh, you hit Purloin pretty hard. Purloin bounces back. It's like, okay, that seems interesting. Very, very. Let's try a Fury Swipes. Uh, and this is fun because it's Mystery Dungeon, so you know how Fury Swipes goes yeah. in Mystery Dungeon. Yeah, it's pretty scary. <laughs> so, um... So I'm going to roll a d4 plus 1 to see how many times, how many, no, my mistake, I, I've, I've messed this up. So I'm going to roll my accuracy roll. My accuracy mm -hmm. roll is a 10. So I'm going to roll that five times. Mm -hmm. And then however many times it hits, I do damage based on that. Okay. So uh, d20, I have to beat a 10. So I have hit three times. Mm -hmm. So I am going to do 1d6 plus 3. Okay. Do that three times. So... It's the same thing as 3d6 plus 9. So that'll be... Uh, so what is your defense? My defense is 14. So you're going to take 18 damage. Yikes. Uh, I am assuming you're still standing? Yeah. 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 Pretty big hit, however. <laughs> yeah. So Purloin uh, jumps at you, scratches you three <laughs> times before you finally get the, like, the mindset of like, wait, I should be dodging. Dodge. Uh, and it is now your turn again. Uh, a reminder, Torment is in effect, which means you cannot use whatever move you used last turn. Yeah, yeah I believe it was foul play, yeah. So, uh, I guess I'm going to use Race Relief for that. Okay. Uh, as she's really close to me. And ACC 7, and I rolled a 9 again. That'll so, hit. Yeah, yep. that'll hit. So, 2d6 plus 8. And almost max damage, 11. So 11 plus 8 is 19, plus 17 yep. is 36. Okay, 36 minus, this is a special move, correct? No, physical. Oh, it's a physical move? Okay. Yeah. So uh, because you are so close to the Purloin, you do your Razor Leaf mm -hmm. right in front of Purloin. She gets hit by the Razor Leafs and then falls down fainted. Yay! Yay! <laughs> you win the fight. I guess he's going to, as uh, he noticed that she, they were knocked out, he's going to offer a hand in order to get them up. Try to, like, thank you for the battle, I guess. Sure. So Purloin, uh, Purloin as she's falling down, eats something, gets her yeah. back up into full health. Purloin just kind of, like, nods to you as you uh, help her up and still, like, that was a good battle. That was a good, that was a good fight. This was the voice I gave the Purloin. Yes, that was a good fight. Thank you. Thank you. You were really good as well. Uh, so as a result of beating this Purloin, <laughs> you gain 36 experience points. So you can add that to your current experience. Yeah. Um, so is my health uh, the same or? It is, uh, it is whatever it's been modified to. So okay. 
in uh, that based on I, that after this fight would you like to do another fight heal up or i i try to now? i have an aura barrel with me i think i'm going to use one okay so that's it for something is something so i'm yeah. not 21 now so i guess i'm going to start like walking to the next room i guess is he is he there sure. like... so you continue you continue to walk around uh basically looking for someone else to, to go up against <laughs> and i'm going to roll a dice to see who you go up against you go up against arceus there you go good luck <laughs> god you put was put in front of me and said let's fight you <laughs> <laughs> um so the pokemon that comes up is a shroomish Oh, for a moment, I thought you were going to say, you are going to face a Kecleon. <laughs> and he was like, no. You're going to face a Kecleon, specifically the Kecleon. Dun dun. <laughs> uh, uh, no, but it is uh, Shroomish, yes. Okay. Uh, so, uh, the initiative begins. So go ahead and roll initiative. That's a four. Okay. Uh, my Shroomish rolled a six, so Shroomish mm -hmm. will go first. Uh so my shroomish let's see so shroomish kind of nods used to say good battle uh, and will go for a headbutt that will hit barely i got a seven um and had to be the six but let's see okay so i'm going to roll my power so that's 2d6 plus 10. so what is your physical defense uh 14. you said 14. yeah so you're going to take 16 damage ouch uh, on top of that, I'm going to roll to see if you are flinched. Uh, that is a no, so you are not flinched. Oof. Uh, that was a pretty big hit for Joe. Like, he's like yeah. kneeling down and said, oh, yeah, this, this is a really tough dungeon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's going, trying to get some space between them and trying to use air cutter. Okay. To I get it. I guess low it away a little bit. <laughs> sure, sure. I understand. Yeah. That's oh, almost a crit, an eighteen. Oh, yeah. Because her cutter can crit in nineteen as well. So close to that. Yeah. Uh, you would. That would have been hilarious if uh, this entire podcast has been Ralph trying to focus energy his way to a nineteen crit, <laughs> and you just naturally get a nineteen. <laughs> I mean, I have um, two moves that crits in nineteen, so. <laughs> Oh yeah, so you definitely have a shot. Um, but uh, so nineteen, or, sorry, eighteen does hit. So yeah. go ahead and roll the damages. So it's two d six plus eight flying damage. So seven plus my special, right? Yeah, add that plus. Uh, if this is a special type move, then go ahead and add so your special it's, attack. Uh, Seven plus eight is fifteen. Plus my special is nine, so that's twenty-four uh, flying type damage. Oh wow! Uh, this is exactly enough to knock out the shroom <laughs> after the modifier for flying damage. So uh, you kind of bounce back as you get hit by this hard uh, headbutt. Uh, go ahead and describe to me how you one-hit KO this shroom. <laughs> so after being headbutt in the gut, he's like trying to. He gets on his, um, his knees and says, Okay, uh, I really need to improve if I want to make it. And slowly starts like uh, standing up and starts like uh, forming like some wind uh, around him. And like some, and then he like 
claps in front of the shroomish and like blades of wind starts like uh, going in front of the shroomish flower. Yeah, so you just way. slice, slice, yeah. whoosh, and the shroomish uh, flies off and uh, faints, which means that you have won this battle as well. That was a lot closer, everyone, because of the. Yeah, the I, I, I am at five, button. so yeah. <laughs> Uh, so you gain 36 experience for this one as well. Uh, that's 72. Okay. Cool. Uh, now I ask, uh, you can heal up if you'd like, based off of the stuff that you have with you, or you can wave the white flag and say, I'm good. Uh, he's going to eat the last two berries and said, okay, one more time, one more time. Okay. So to the eight. Sorry. And that's it, seven total, so I am at 12. Yeah, I think that's going to be the last one. Either I win or lose. Okay. Uh, you're going to do one more? Yeah. All right. Um, who are you going again? Also, are the rooms, like, themed around something, or is it just, like, a blank room? Right now, it's just a blank room. Okay. Uh, it, it looks like they're starting to build it, like mm -hmm. you can see paint and uh, mm -hmm. wallpaper around they haven't gotten to actually it so it's almost like hospital white thing <laughs> yeah right now it looks like uh an incomplete house yeah in way. or like a house that you're moving into that hasn't <laughs> yeah. been lived in before like there's, there's a carpet and the walls <laughs> but like nothing really in yeah. there uh you enter this next room and you see a psyduck okay so i guess you're my next opponent the psyduck nods and then roll initiative that's a five. I'm rolling pretty good. Uh, that's a two. So, uh, yes. Uh, so you will get to go first. Okay. Uh, he's going to go for a, a race relief. All right. Go ahead and roll that. So that's... That's going to be a no. A big no with a three. Ooh. That's interesting. Okay, so your race of leaves, you start summoning these leaves and start chucking yeah. them at Psyduck, and Psyduck, in a uh, uh, a flurry of dexterity, uh, dodges them all. <laughs> Almost Psyduck doing backflips and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Psyduck dodges them all and looks back up at you. What will Psyduck do? Let's find out. Psyduck is going to go for confusion. I'm immune. Yes. I'm just going to try it anyway. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I'm I, unlike I, I am approaching this like mystery dungeon. Okay. So, the, so there are two different types of yeah. foes. There's the foes that have no idea what's going yeah. on, and there are foes that do know what's going on. Yeah. Uh, since they're trying to emulate mm -hmm. mystery dungeons, they're gonna do the uh, no idea what's going on. Okay. And I just roll to see what move mm -hmm. they do. So uh, goes for confusion. Does it hit? It doesn't even hit, so it doesn't even matter. <laughs> <laughs> so Zydek just tries to like start building up the confusion and then just start blinking. Like, wait a minute. Maybe this isn't a good idea. <laughs> and then Sada gets its turn. So uh, it is now your move again. <laughs> uh, one question. Uh, am I still under the effect of Torment or? No, you're not. Ending? Okay. I'm going to try another Rise Relief. All right. Wind up those leaves and. Oh, still. It's either very high or very low. Not in the middle. <laughs> 17. 17 does hit. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, you send out these leaves and start chucking them at the Psyduck. What's your damage roll? So it's 2d6 plus 8. So 7 plus 8 is 15. 
plus my attack is going to be 17 uh, it's going to be 32 grass damage right so okay yeah uh so that uh unsurprisingly obliterates this psyduck into the next dimension <laughs> and uh you you win this fight as well nice I'm going to guess 36 again. Uh, this one is 26. Okay, so 98. So uh, at this point, I ask, <laughs> one more fight or call it a day? Okay, so yeah, let's go one more fight. Let's go with the bang. Cool. All right, let's see who you fight against. Okay, this will be interesting. This is actually a somewhat balanced fight, maybe. Um, so out comes out a Teddy Ursa. Sorry, what were you saying? Uh, out comes a Teddy Ursa. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you're still continuing to fight, correct? Yeah. All right, then we will roll initiative. Uh, so it said you're interesting. Yeah, that's a three. <laughs> I hope... Guess what I got? A two. Let's go. <laughs> Let me tell you my... I have, like, recorded all my speed rolls are 11, 4, 5, 3. It's like... It's slowly it's heading worse. down. Yeah. Um, I think um, this roll was a two. I'm pretty sure the last one was a two as well. So, yeah. uh, fantastic. So, I guess I'm starting. I'm going to go with... I'm going to try Swagger again. Let's say, okay, show me what you got. Okay. And I make it today. 15. Sweet. So, uh, can you inform me what the effect of Swagger so the foe is confused but the attack is plus four plus four to attack and i am now confused okay uh so the effect of confusion for the people listening at home uh i am confused for d6 turns i'm gonna roll that i only get to know how long confusion i as the dm not mm -hmm. i as the character uh get to know how long the confusion lasts um each time i roll confusion uh i roll dice when i attack if the result is even. I get to roll for accuracy. If the adult, if the attack is odd, I roll damage against myself. If you get what I mean. Yeah. Um. So with that being said, it is my turn. I am confused. So I am going to go. Let's see. What are you going to do? So you are going to go for a lick. Okay, that'll be not very effective, but something at least. Uh. So you go for lick. Now I first see if I hit myself. Mm -hmm. It is even, which means I will not hit myself. Now okay. I roll for accuracy. That is a four, which means it misses. So here we are. Nice. So Teddy Ursa charges at you in a thinking that it'll hit, but you just kind of like, nope. It's it go. It's running with the tongue out, trips himself, and just yeah. Basically, yeah. just looks back up like, okay, where are you now? <laughs> okay, let me to another foul play. Get now that the attack is up. Yeah, that meets. That's a 10 for an accuracy of 6. So it's... Uh, if it meets, it fails. No, it's... it's uh, sorry. Uh, it's a 10 for the accuracy of 6, so it hits. Oh, okay. 10 beats it. Yeah. Okay, that is yeah. So let me roll uh, 3d8 plus 10. So that's 22 plus... Wait. One... One second, if the attack is up, doesn't mean like he, like when you calculate the defense, you're resting the attack because it's based on the attacks of the 
That's a good question. Let me look that up, actually. How does that because it's, I believe you did it wrong before because, because it says it uses a false attack. So I guess it's your modifier instead of mine. So it's 22 plus your attack minus your defense. Is that how it works? Yeah, I believe oh, so. Oh, that is how it works. Oh, okay. Oh, in that case, uh, then I, you actually have a strategy like built into your Pokemon of like I swagger them to boost their attack. I mean, it's a pretty normal, it's a pretty normal strategy, but I guess it's sure, sure, sure. But, but I mean, compared to compared to the other strategy of most of my Pokemon, of just ooh, this move is a more hideous. Like, Not gonna lie, I wasn't expecting to use this combo when I planned it because I said Paul played some, something that Joe would have as a dark type, like trying to be a little sneaky or something like that in order to control the situation and swagger. Sure, yeah. Try to uh, confuse the foe. So I guess it works. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so foul play is... So how much was your damage roll then? It was... The damage roll was 22. 22 plus my attack and then minus my defense. Yeah. And I believe dark and normal is... It's neutral it's, against each yeah, other. Yeah, it's neutral. So uh, that does the damage, and you knock Teddy Ursa out. Uh, whoa. <laughs> it, it actually would have made a difference. Uh, had you not swaggered, Teddy Ursa would still be up. So that, that was actually a successful like implementation of the strategy. <laughs> nice. So I guess he's going to try to pick him up and say, Okay, I think I'm I'm done with... with the... That's uh, 36 experience, by the way. Nice. So it's going to be. Yeah. Okay. I oh. got it. I I feel like I feel like Joe's almost like wow. I did that. Yeah. <laughs> Just like looks he, behind he's the like of bodies. Pretty, he's like pretty confused and it's still like in an adrenaline rush because he has suffered some damage as well. So it's like, wait, I managed to. Beat? Almost like confused. It just turns around. You see like a sea of bodies behind you. As you <laughs> you're like, I, I, I am good. Look at, look at his hands. He's covered in blood, like very good. <laughs> oh, um, but anyway, so we're calling it now. I think for yeah. the fighting side of things. Okay. So, uh, you you reach into your walkie-talkie and they're like, I'm good. Uh, yeah. Enough training for today. And all of a sudden, you feel yourself kind of like floating in the air slightly. And then, whoosh, you zap up and then fall back down. You're now basically staring at the door that you opened to get in. He's going to fall down into his boat and say, okay, between the boat and this, I'm going to need a rest. <laughs> <laughs> um, at this, though, uh, a friend, your uncle friend goes to you and is like, oh my gosh, that was, that was sensational. I was able to see your fights. You were going out there beautifully, man. What are you concerned about? Uh, thanks. Uh, I mean, I, it's been a while since I battled, I guess. I, as weird as it sounds, like, I've never had, like, the need to do it before. But you were a natural. I mean, half the obstacle course is you basically using your moves to go around, and you were able to use your moves perfectly in there. Uh, thanks. I, I guess, uh, as he gets up from the ground and starts like scratching the buckles of his head a little bit like don't know how to take the compliments i guess <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, meanwhile, Felix Atyroga is like, oh my gosh, that was that was that was so successful. I mean, you were able to go in there and you fought them off. They were giving you a challenge, but you were still able to win, and everything seemed to be like organized properly. That's crazy. I mean, I can't believe it was it was as successful as it was. That's awesome. Oh my god, he's he's more excited about the fact that it was a success for him <laughs> as opposed to it being a success for you. But is also like, oh wow, we did it. We done did yeah. it. I mean, it's pretty understandable. So I go, going to say, yeah, it's. Uh, I've never been into a real mystery dungeon, but it looks like it. Also, the first, like the problem, please tell them to appear normally. I, I, it scared the crap. It scared me pretty much when <laughs> I first saw them. Yeah, Perloin likes to do that. Um, they, they, they're. She's a, she's a trickster. She is. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, it's a cool thing, but maybe try to order it later in order to have like more of the surprise. Yeah, that's that's probably a good idea. But hey, it was a success. I'm glad yeah. to see that uh, your training paid off. You look stronger. I mean, it looks like you have more experience. Ha 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 ha. Ha uh, ha. And he's, it's going to be like a little bit of blood is going to come out of the nose because of the wall breaking it's yeah, yeah i get it. <laughs> uh no but seriously yeah i yeah i lose like it i i think i i'm going to say that i think i'm pretty ready for for the academy great uh i'm i'm, I'm glad to hear it yeah of course I'm, I'm glad to hear that uh your, your confidence is being built we can continue to train throughout your time here and uh We'll head to the academy and uh, you can go and be successful there. Thank you. Yeah, uh, I'll take it. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I was not gonna lie. When I first met the poniard, I was pretty scared because of that. Uh, as you said, like that uh, obstacle course. I've never heard of anything like that beforehand. Uh, but now that I, I guess I've stretched a little bit and trained, I. I'm pretty confident that I'm going to make a, a really cool uh, candidate for the Academy, at least. Uh, so as we zoom out of this, we we see a, <laughs> figuring a montage, we see a montage of Joe training. We see like the typical karate kid of washing, washing it, I guess it, it, it is a beach, like a surfboard or uh, washing it uh, clockwise, counterclockwise. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we just get the, a bunch of montage moments of Joe yeah. in the training, just being like, you know, uh, some some awesome uh, fight music is in the <laughs> background right now. Uh, but <laughs> we get a montage of moments like this, and then uh, we flash forward to you're about to leave. Uh, yeah. I, uh, what? I guess it's going to be like a week or something, or maybe a little bit more. And something the, like that, yeah. Like the exam is about to be in a couple of days, so it's going to say well, uh, he's going to be like. I guess they are going to be like in the port or something for the. Sure, I can back. see that. Yeah. So he's going to stand there with his things inside and say, "Well, I this was pretty." Educational and pretty fun, honestly. Like you helped me a lot, Uncle. I'm never going to forget that. Yeah, of course. I'm. I'm glad to see that you were 
able to be successful and it, it was nice uh, not just to meet you but also not just to meet you we've probably met before <laughs> <laughs> not just to see you again but uh to you know help you out in any way that you can i'm glad to see that uh you're more confident you feel stronger you mm-hmm. look stronger um, yeah so uh I, I think you'll be perfectly successful you've got this thank you it means a lot from you uh, and i guess he's going to be give it a big heart and starts like boarding the the boat okay uh you start boarding the boat um and as you leave you see your uncle waving you goodbye and all that fun stuff mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess I wear goodbye as well when uh, outside, like the boat. I don't know the specific name, <laughs> but you know the typical scene of waving, waving goodbye as the boat starts like going away, and then as soon as he's pretty much buried deep uh, inside the sea, he's going to grab the rails again, feeling nauseous. <laughs> and uh, we end with the, the picture that we saw when we came in. Uh, no sleep grabbing the rails, praying to all the gods above that do, they do not throw up on the boat. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. And uh, that, I think, ends the special episode. At least uh, this first part. We might come back. Honestly, this was such an interesting concept. I might call you back to see how the exam works. Okay, yeah, future. sure. Sounds like, because this seems like a really cool uh, story to come back to later. Yeah, not gonna lie, like, I was... I, I'm pretty excited. I had a lot of fun. Like I had a blast here. Um, I'm I'll be always like open for more shenanigans with Joe. Yeah, such a cool character as well. Yeah. And uh, I so like I say before, uh, all the special episodes and <laughs> most of the time throughout the actual show, a lot of the show is just improv. Very few ideas are actually built out. And most of the ones that are built out are sort of just vague ideas that I really want to do and then try to bring them in and then actually expand on them as we go along throughout the adventure so uh like like i said before this episode began i walked into it without really much of an idea of what we were going to do and we came out of it with uh not just the joe story and the arc and stuff like that but we have more interest on who fran was uh felix Mm -hmm. was on the boat when ralph and kyle came initially as like a throw-off character Mm -hmm. they have more backstory we basically introduced like the 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 dojos like with the Marowak dojo mm-hmm. and Makuhita dojo in this universe as well yeah which is also really cool i um, mean right also like, that. like the, the dojo with a sock i guess that learned yes yeah that, that was yeah. more of a, the classic yeah dojo type of style but the fact that we have like the mm-hmm. the you can train in the mazes and, oh yeah yeah uh, build that we sort of inter- we brought that little nugget in that will maybe turn out to be important later on we'll see oh interesting like the foreshadowing but yeah. yeah i mean no i i really like to reuse characters yeah reuse ideas so that's why i brought in like not just you you brought in fran but i also yeah. brought in felix who was uh in here once mm-hmm. um the other special episodes have other characters that are brought in throughout the show nice fun stuff like that so uh it's building plot points for the future that i can always bring back or like toss in this random claim like yeah. a you know maybe you'll see ralph and kyle just like reading the newspaper and saying you know briny breeze island dojo a full success or something yeah or maybe they can encounter some police uh guy that isn't a dog <laughs> That's yeah they'll, always... they'll encounter a non-dog police officer yeah i i only my honestly one of my intents in order to create these two characters were to say there aren't only growlith and electra <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Oh man. Um, <laughs> but that does end this episode. Thank you very much, Fran, for joining me today. Uh, I'm glad that we were able to expand on this and uh, mm-hmm. add more plot stuff to the story. I hope you enjoyed. Thank you. No, yeah, I had a blast. Thank you for having me. It was a blast, as I said. Uh, and I still can't believe like I have recorded something for a podcast, especially like <laughs> that is so so special for me. And it's like I've said it a couple times, but you what you guys do it's wonderful. Like you managed to capture the concept of mystery dungeons, and it's amazing. Like it's like capturing a thunder in or a lightning bolt in a battle. Like <laughs> I appreciate that. Um... While we're ending this off, Fran, if you have anything you want to promote, like where people can find you, or uh, if there's anything that you're interested in promoting, you can promote it now. I guess I go with Mag- Magician Tronic and both uh, Twitter, and I sometimes stream on Twitch. I haven't done it lately, but hey, maybe today or in a couple of days or whenever it's uh, this comes around, I'll be able to just jump in and have some fun playing some video games yeah absolutely so check check it out uh if you haven't already hopefully i remember to put the links in the description uh or in the show notes however it's called uh, so check out fran if you haven't already uh with that being said i have been your pm your dm your gm anaru himself and i've been fran and until next time everyone take care see ya he's got a boat <laughs>